You know what happened when the cascade dried up. The plant and bug people of our world took to the Great Salt Sea, kicking off half a century of pirate tides. They might say they're looking for the salmon to grant them a wish that will benefit everyone, but really, they're looking for adventure, forgiveness, anything better than the landlocked life that they were destined for. There are many stories caught on the wind between the sails, but why don't we hear a different one? This is Join the Party Campaign 3, Legends Across the Tides! Woos are allowed. You can woo before you're introduced. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I realized recently that every time I cheer, I just yell the word yay. I go, yay! And so now I'm I'm trying really care I'm trying really hard to like say other things. <laughs> Gotta diversify the woos. Mm-hmm. You got it. Gotta some woos. Yeah. yeah. Ahoy, green folk. I am Eric Silver, the saltiest DM on the sea, and we are doing some one-shots with some new friends. I'm so excited about this, but don't worry. We have old friend Amanda McLaughlin, who's still here. Arr. Yar. We have a local actor extraordinaire and also uh, someone who, when we go to Los Angeles, just kind of like tells us about her chaotic life. It's Kristen DiMercurio. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's never not chaotic. <laughs> I like it. it. It reminds me that things are different in different places. And whenever I see you, I'm reminded that it's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say it explicitly. It just kind of vibes off of me. I'm sorry. And now we have someone who's new to playing Dungeons and Dragons on microphone. I'm so excited to have her on. Video game streamer and uh, host on MinMax, one of my favorite video game podcasts. It's Sarah Pazorski. Hello. Yo, ho, ho. It's the video <laughs> <Yes>. game streamer. <laughs> this is great. Sarah, are you excited to do this on microphone for the first time? So excited. So, so excited. Can you tell us like the vibe of your home games? Because I only hear it in like snippets from when you try to talk about tabletop RPGs and then yes. all the video game guys are like, boo, it's not a computer, boo. So in our most recent campaign, we were sort of running as like an adventure guild. And then halfway through, we all flipped into a performance unit of <laughs> oh. actors and we renamed ourselves to Viva Delirium. Nice. And we... We went the we you know went all over the world trying to do performances and also defeat evil at the same time. Incredible! And uh, Sarah, did you wear a lovely like sailor kerchief? I style did. Collar? I wanted to get a little nautical for today. Yes, <laughs> yes, nice. nailed it. Bring, bring my vibes. It's not very piratey, but I like to pretend like maybe I just didn't know what a pirate was supposed to wear, so I went with the next best thing. Absolutely stunning! I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this. Well, you know, we have everyone here new and old, are playing new characters that I'm extremely excited to talk about. Um, Let's go around and tell us your name and what kind of plant and bug person you are and your class and subclass. Tell me about it. Um, Let's start with uh, Sarah. You want to go first? Sure. Uh, I am playing Dandy Lightly. She is a dandelion green folk, but do not call her a weed. She does not appreciate that. Um, She is a war mage, but she primarily relies on her trusty grappling hook to speed her in and out of battle, swinging all over the place, and she's got some really fast, quick, hard-hitting attacks. Um, she's never been on a boat before. This is her first time on the seas, but she's she makes up in confidence for what she has in lack of experience. 
I love this so much. This is so funny. We have had a war mage on these one shots before, but we are doing a different subclass. Sarah, tell us about the House of Rooks. What What's different about this? Uh, in our previous one, Julia did the one that's like you're playing poker at the same time. Yeah. So that was a little too, a little too like reliant on RNG for me. A lot yeah. of it is like roll the dice. So the House of Rooks is essentially sort of like the rogue house. You know, I get Cloak of Feathers, which makes it so I don't have to wear armor and I get like super high AC. My AC is like 15 Whoa. just from not wearing armor. It levels a lot very similarly, yeah, to the rogue class, very sneaky. I can cast Knock as a spell without actually using a spell slot because I don't have spell slots because spell slots are for losers and I only <laughs> like cantrips. Cantrips only just truly stabbing people whenever you yep. jump around. I love you getting close and far. It's like, oh yeah, this is a good build for this campaign and it's also a good build for Destiny 2. It works in both ways. Yes. Hell yeah. All right, Kermston, what do you got? Tell us about it. <laughs> I'm only Kermston uh, at night. That's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we're getting into copyright issues with this, but um, I'm playing Lucas. If you guys have seen on YouTube, Lucas the Jumping Spider, he's a very small little guy. He's a little guy. He's so cute. <laughs> and he just, he just, in human years, like he's like an eight-year-old. He's a child. Mm. Uh, so Lucas is a cabin boy. Oh. And he, so uh, he's a rogue, uh, arachnoid stalker, obviously. And he, I'll turn it like as a, as an alternative to never being on a boat, he's never been on land. Well, he has like when they come into port, but he he was like his little egg got like mixed up with some cargo and he is hatched at sea. Aww. And so um, he just loves, loves the ocean and uh, really hard to find him saying anything negative ever. Everything is great. A game. Everything's fun. You know, like it's, it's a great time. And um, his biggest dream is to someday find the biggest boat on the ocean. He just wants to be on a bigger and bigger boat. He just loves big. So he's literally jumped ship. He's a jumping spider Aww. a couple times to bigger and bigger boats and stays friends, obviously, with his old crew. They all love him. He's a little brother. But uh, right now he's he's working his way up. He's, he's going to find the biggest boat on the open seas. <laughs> I forgot. This is whatever all the other actual plays get is having voice actors come on. And now I'm just like, yay, yeah. Kristen speaking. This no, is great. I'm just going to be a little guy. Just a little Oh my God! For those of you, yeah, who those of you who haven't heard of this subclass, go to everyone's favorite Valdespire of Secrets. It is the rogue subclass Arachnoid Stalker. Um, very cool that you can like just shoot webs and go where you want, and then also your sneak attacks are uh, one dice size bigger and are poison damage, which I think is sick yes. as hell. I also took the feet, well, like like the near human thing, um, Arachne. So I also have spider magic. Oh hell yeah! I can yeah. use um poison spray as a cantrip. Um, I can cast bane, or I can cast spider climb. And I thought maybe we could reskin um his uh two daggers as his will fangs. Oh hell yeah! Oh. of course, of course. Yeah, just will fangs. Yeah, that's the best. The best part about being on moored is you can just be like, yeah, I do this, and I'm like, all right, well, you live out on the sea, so I don't know what your whole deal is. That's totally fine. <laughs> Fair enough. He's a little wary of land. That's fair. Because he's That's unfamiliar fair. with it. All right, Amanda, what do you got? I am playing Captain Salamander Jones. And Captain Jones is a spider plant green folk. Uh, she is uh, 40 years young, a crusty 40. Look at her. I assume she's in her early 70s. She's only 40. A hard um, 40. A hard 40. <laughs> uh, and she too, Lucas, uh, was born on the tide. She's tide born, unmoored, and 
genuinely doesn't understand why anyone would ever go on solid land. She really prides herself on the fact that she has never stepped foot on the the main continent. Um, And her class is Captain uh, from Valdespire of Secrets. So she is great at leadership. Uh, She is has kind of cool things around like being able to persuade people to do things when she's like issuing orders. Um, But most importantly, she has a cohort, meaning um, little sidekicks, basically, that uh, follow her around and help her out, can act uh, on her behalf when she's not there, follow my instructions unerringly when I am there. And of course, these are spider plant babies uh, tethered to to Captain Jones uh, from little tethers that she can slice off and send them into battle as needed. It's wild. This this class is like, there's just a combination of so many things. There's bard stuff in there. There's monk stuff in there. There's fighter stuff in there. And you also have a little guy running around at all times. It's really, really cool. Hell yeah. I love the idea that... um... Uh, that Lucas is the same size as your like spider plant minions, yes, and he probably just like hides among them sometimes. <laughs> like there is little buddies <laughs> under under their leaves, like a little willow tree. Yep. Very cute. Oh, this is absolutely incredible. Well, uh, you know what's also funny, Amanda? You are the first character out of nine <laughs> that we have who's actually the captain of their ship. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has chosen not to be a captain. We had two one-shots that had no captain. It was like going off on their own without actually being a part of their ship. So this is really funny. Well, good thing you have Captain Salamander Jones here, who all she wants in the world is protect her crew, protect what's hers, and uh, be the best vampire crew ever was. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, I would love to introduce you each to each other. So we're going to play a little game to help you all get together, um, which is called Bonded by the Sea. Each player is going to ask another player about something that happened when you were part of the crew. Uh, I have a table here uh, for 10 prompts uh, that you're going to ask each other. So one asking player is going to roll a D10, and I'm going to say the prompt, and then you're going to like throw it to another person, and then we're going to kind of do it in a triangle. All right? Yeah, Amanda, you know you know how this goes when I, I, I make it I make a table and then you guys have to roll on it. So Amanda, why don't you go first? So roll a D ten and then uh I'll give you a prompt. Seven. Seven. Amanda. Uh or sorry, Salamander <laughs> Salamander Jones. Captain Jones. Captain Jones. Captain Jones. Uh all right. Cap Captain Jones is Thank incre- you. is <laughs> Captain Jones is extremely afraid of something. What is it? And then you're gonna throw it to another player for the second half after this. Uh, Captain Jones is really scared by the idea of losing one of her crew overboard. And frankly, most days she doesn't really know where Lucas is 100% of the time. He's so small. Very easy to lose him. Uh, so it, basically twice a day she thinks to herself, is Lucas overboard or is he just lost in the barrel of uh, oatmeal again? And uh, it's 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 a tough one. So uh, Lucas, over to you. Okay. Lucas, when was an inopportune time that Captain Jones's fear of someone falling overboard came up? Uh, well, there was this one time that I thought it'd be really fun, like a really fun game, if, like, I, so, I took a bunch of, um, like, dried oatmeal from the barrel, it's my favorite barrel, and I squashed it all together, and I made another me, I made, like, a, another little Lucas, and I wanted to see if it would float, because I don't know if I float, I don't go in the water, so I threw it overboard, and I was watching it, and then uh, uh, Captain Jones came over and saw it start to disintegrate, and thought I was dying, and then jumped in the water, and then we had to get we had to get her out. She was angry, and we didn't have any oatmeal for the rest of the month. Uh, but but I learned I learned what happens to oatmeal when you put it in the ocean. <laughs> 
I love him. I love writing this down. Captain Jones is afraid of people drowning. Lucas made an oatmeal Lucas and everyone was upset. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Kristen, roll a d10 for me. That'd be a three. That's a three. All right, Lucas, on a scale of one to ten, you are this much into treasure and doubloons, uh, which is the currency in Vertistello, and amber, which is our pirate currency. If you think of, like, John Wick, how they, like, gave each other, like, assassin coins, where they deal with pieces of amber. Lucas, how much are you into treasure? Uh, well, it kind of depends on the treasure. I'd say if it's, like, gold or money or gems, i say, like, a two. I don't really care. But if there's toys, toys are, like, a, a 50 billion or whatever's above 10. I think, uh, yeah. So if there's, like, a little toy boat or, like, a a, a train, I don't know. That's that's treasure to me. But the gold, I give it, I give it to the captain. I don't need it. Got it. All right, Dandy, when has there been a situation where Lucas's uh, obsession with toys in chests has kind of come up and might have been a problem? We had a bit of a situation when Lucas got into the treasure chest and started wanting to see if the gold would stick into his webs. Um, He was turning all the gold into toys and we could not get the gold out of the webs. So we spent a week hand removing each individual piece of gold from the webs and i was in charge of that because nobody else wanted to do it <laughs> this is real like my 8 year old cousin got into my rare pokemon cards vibes it's a fun new game if only we had oatmeal to uh make the sticky less sticky but uh someone decided that was a toy too <laughs> okay <laughs> all right sarah roll a d10 for me okay Six. Six. All right, Dandy. Uh, you have a secret talent Would you keep that you keep to yourself. What is it? Hmm. I'm going to say that my secret talent is secretly, I'm actually quite very good at sewing. Hell yeah. But because it's such a boring talent and I hated doing it so much, I will never, ever, ever openly admit to being good at sewing. That would be so helpful on a pirate it would. ship. It would. But Danny, I mean, I personally think it's a lame talent. That's fair. And That's in the middle of the night, things on the ship will magically be repaired and nobody knows who's doing it. And I'll okay. never admit that it was me. <laughs> I think it's the captain. It is, probably is the captain, is what I say. <laughs> All right. Captain Jones, when did you see Dandy doing this? Did you find it impressive or embarrassing? Oh, Good question. You can go with uh, Sewing Ghost if you want. The <laughs> sewing Ghost seems to be on the table. Well, uh, one time we wanted to update our, our standard, our flag that flies on the ship, uh, to reflect the new ship. Because when, uh, when Dandy and, and Lucas joined, you know, it wasn't the crew of old. It was the crew of right now. And it's important to update your standard to reflect your whole crew. So I uh, was trying to, trying to get it to stick. And I, I tried spitting. I tried having, uh, having salt dry overnight. I tried making some glue out of the, the, the gunk at the bottom of the pan. That didn't work very well. And then uh, next time I looked, uh, Dandy was like oh it just it stuck itself on and i saw i saw little stitches as small as like the the seeds of a dandelion what's about to die and that was pretty impressive so uh i i thought it was sweet and because i respect dandy i'll never mention it never once not even on my deathbed 
I like how you update a the the standard on a ship like a masthead of a block. I love this. It's important to credit everybody, including the below the line staff. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. I, I'm learning a lot about the three of you. This is this is gonna be very sweet and goofy. Let's see how this goes. All right, folks, b- before we start, players, do you have any questions? Do you have any thoughts? You're good? Head empty, no, no, just no. salamander. Yeah. Just just <laughs> salamander. <laughs> Incredible. It is a brilliant day out on the Great Salt Sea. It's one of those days that makes it worth it to be a pirate. Like, where else are you going to be able to enjoy just the nice lapping of the tide up against your ship? The sun streaming out through a few clouds, so every so often it's dark for a second, but then it comes back out. No one's attacking you. There's no sea monsters around. You don't even have to come up on deck and, like, pay pay docking fees. It is just nice and chill, and it's a good day to be someone who lives out on the sea. Can you tell me what each of you are doing right now? I feel bad for landlubbers at a time like this, so I try my best to uh, to, to sun myself and uh, and school my, uh, my my cohort, my spider plant babies on uh, on just like drills and tactics. So we, you know, we make sure there's different formations. We know what we do if you know there's a attack from behind. What if there's an attack from the front? What if we need to uh, defend Lucas? What if someone's about to fall overboard? And we just we run drills out in the sunshine up on the deck. And I think to myself, man, no better life than this. What are, what do your drills look like? What are we doing? Like, do you call out a name? It's like you're calling a football play, and then they go into formation. I don't know what football is, but I I yell things like Delta formation, and then and then the five of them they get into the shape of a triangle, and they uh they do an attack forward on the masthead. Just taking taking little taking little pieces out of the masthead, running running into it like a high school football team. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, great. What else? What else are you? What are you two doing on this beautiful day? Yeah, I am up in the crow's nest, pretending to be a lookout on this beautiful day because what could possibly go wrong? But really, I'm just hiding up there, hoping nobody assigns me any duties. Smart, smart, smart. smart. Lucas, what about you? Lucas is uh, the opposite. Lucas is doing a a lot of duties because Lucas sees all of his chores as games. Um, so right now, uh, Lucas, Lucas is, he's swabbing the deck, and he's singing a little song, and he's going, I'm a little guy, my name is Lucas, I'm a little guy, my name is Lucas, I'm a little guy, my name is Lucas, I'm a tiny pirate, and he's just, he's just swabbing the deck, having a great day. You add, Kristen, that's gonna be stuck in my head for the rest <laughs> of the year. Oh, good God. Um, hey, Dandy, why don't you give me a perception check while you're up there? Give me disadvantage. So give me roll <laughs> because you're not paying attention. Because I'm not really paying attention. No, you're not okay. paying attention. Give me Let's a perception see. check. Uh, perception and, check. Uh, roll Ooh, and roll it and give me, okay. uh, give me the lower of two. Got it. A nine. <laughs> a nine. I'm really not paying attention. It's a beautiful Tough. day outside. No, um, let me see. Close me your see. eyes, getting a little bronzed. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, I rolled a nine oil. as well, so they, you're so lucky. Uh, you know what? You're lazing in the in the crow's nest, just kind of, you have your head, uh, your head over the side, just the wind catching your little dandelion seeds, just mm-hmm. blowing it away. But, like, something keeps, ca- like, your eyes are closed, and but you feel that thing when light hits your face, mm. even when, like, your eyes are closed. You're like, what? It's like it happens every few seconds, like something's going by your face. And it's like almost, it's blue, 
too, like a blue light is casting a casting a, a pallor over your face while you try to relax. Okay, I, you know, I go, ugh, what could this be? And I open my eyes. What do I see? Coming up on the starboard side of the ship, uh, those of you at home, I'm not going to tell you if it's left or right. You just got to figure <laughs> don't it out. Don't worry about it. You don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I know. I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you at home. I'm not going to say it. Uh, coming up on the starboard side of the ship, there's like a little tugboat. That is coming forward, and there is a, uh, it has, like, a, almost, like, something between a siren and a bullseye lantern, where, like, the siren would go, and it's a blue siren, but the bullseye lantern, it has, like, a, uh, kind of, like, a, a, me- a mechanic that point that it can point it at mm. someone, and this blue light is just being pointed at you every time this, the light of the siren comes by. You don't hear the, you don't hear the sound, but it's just, like, the light is kind of, uh, hailing you, that this tugboat is hailing you. Okay. And standing on the ship... You see uh, it's being steered by a green folk that looks like a uh, Brussels sprout. Uh, it's like a Brussels sprout that's still in the ground, so it kind of has, like, the plumage around it. Uh, just kind of at the front, steering the tugboat from, like, a big the big ship wheel at the front while you're getting hit in the face by this blue light. Uh, I lean over, and I go, Captain! Captain! I? The sea cops are here! Sea cops! They see there's a sprout. There's a sprout ship pulling up on our starboard port, Captain. Bravo <laughs> formation, lads! Captain, Captain, are we, should we? Pre- how should I prepare for this? Get get down here. Get get behind me. Bravo formation. This is why you have to join the lads in their training. Okay, I grappling hook down. What is Bravo formation for you? This sprout for the Sallys and Lucas. Uh, well, it's uh, the spider plant babies are arranged uh, around the bow of the ship, one uh, at the top, two on each side. Uh, and I want Lucas and Dandy to hang out in the middle near the main uh, mast where we can uh, we can keep them safe. <laughs> uh, Lucas flips his mop around so that it's the the blunt end. Yeah, a cab <laughs> jumps into the middle of the thing. Well done, Lucas. Hang on to those teeth until you need him, okay? We got it, Captain. Uh, the tugboat kind of putters its way up to coming <laughs> alongside of your ship. It's I, In my head, you're, you have like a full-size pirate ship. This is truly like a fifth of the size of your <laughs> ship. Just like... like it's the sea traffic police. <laughs> Announce yourselves. Uh, and the, the blue light, yeah, you see this blue light siren turn off. You say, um, hello, is, uh, can I get in touch with the captain, please? I just need a little, I just need a little bit of help. This is she, obviously. Oh, it's very nice to meet you, Captain. Uh, and this is your, your crew. It's very nice to meet you. Hello. Don't address my crew, address me. Uh, understood, of course. Uh, my name is Eddie Whispers. Uh, here, I'm here on behalf of Blue Lotus Life Insurance. As as the Brussels as the the unplucked Brussels sprout, you can now get a better sense of him. He's like four foot five, wearing a uh, a white button down short sleeve shirt and a oh. tie, like a man in the seventies at an office, <laughs> just like yeah. slack slacks too, kind of beat up beat up shoes, probably waterlogged as well. Uh, and he takes out a fishing rod and he puts a business card on the fishing rod and like throws it over to you. Omega! 
and the the spider baby closest to where the line lands uh, plucks the card off of the hook and toddles over to me on two long uh, leaves. Yeah. Uh, the card says Eddie Whispers, uh, lead insurance agent for Quadrant 5B of the Great Salt Sea Blue Lotus Life Insurance. We know what will happen. Let us take care of you. Uh, Mr. Whispers, are you a captain? How, how should I address you? I, I thought you were sea cops. I hope that's not rude. No, I know that the, uh, the siren is just the best way for us to get in touch. Uh, no, you could call me Eddie. Uh, or Agent Whispers, but don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> All right. Mr. Whispers, um, what's insurance? <laughs> D- Dandy, Lucas, y'all know what insurance is? Dandy steps in. Dandy's been on land, and she goes, it's something they make you pay for, and then you never get the money back when you need it. It's a scam, Captain. It's a scam. A vast scammer! It were a, that is usually what it is on the on the land, but honestly, it seems to be working out very well for the people who need it, which are you pirates. Uh, in fact, we if you get into an issue, if you get into a problem, you could buy some uh, you could buy some life insurance, and we'll come give you life again. Uh, Lucas is gonna like scurry up to the guy, sort of uh, jump up on his shoulder, because that's how Lucas likes to talk to people. Oh wait, they're not on the on board. Yeah, you can they? jump over to the boat. Yeah, it's, Lucas is jumping over. Uh, well, oh, wait, so what, what is that? Do, what does that look like? Do you just fully jump? Okay, yeah, so jumping spiders can jump like like twenty or thirty times their height, like, like these huge like. Like, literally, like, he's being shot out of a little slingshot. <laughs> so he just sort of, like, you know, like, when a cat's about to jump up on something and they kind of shimmy? Yeah. Uh-huh. He kind of, like, shimmies. He calibrates. Gets a little shorter, closer to the ground, and then springs. And, just, <laughs> he, and he goes, oh, to go save the other boat. And he scrimples down. Scrimple is a word. And pew, up and over, just through the air, lands on the tugboat. Oh, uh, hello, child. Hi, is insurance a game I want to play? It's all—it's kind of like a game. It's almost like a get. You know what it's like if life is the game. This is a get out of jail free card that you have to pay us at Blue Lotus Life Insurance for us to get you back in the game. Uh, Lucas is gonna yell back to the boat. I think we should do it. So it's like if someone is is harmed on my crew, you could you could come help them. Yes, absolutely. We have a we have a reviving technology that will be allowed, that we can bring people back if you need it. Though, uh, if you don't have insurance, that's fine. Honestly, I'm actually late. I'm late for a meeting, and I really would need some help to kind of help someone else fulfill their life insurance policy that they needed the island over there. And kind of gestures with a big leafy hand, and there is a, a small island that's like. I don't know, uh, a few hours uh, boat ride away. Like, I'm late for some... I, that, uh, he's not a Jewish grandpa. He's just nasally. Hold on. <laughs> Slippery slope. I know. It's very much. He's like, if you could just help me. I'm late for a meeting. We're having a, got a, a team building activity for us over at Blue Lotus. Uh, and I, I just need someone to help f- fulfill their life insurance policy for a crew that, uh, that very much needs it. It's just right over there. I would pay you for your time. Of course, we have a discretionary fund for contractors. So someone, someone's crew's in trouble and needs help? Yes, very. they're very much in trouble, yes. Gang, what do we think? Oh, we could do that. It'd be like a game where we save them. I think we should get the money up front first. Excellent point, Dandy. Uh, I'm going to tug on the pant leg. Do you have toys? 
I have some, of course. I mean, you, you, we don't have much for this, but I guess uh, you're, you're pirate. You're pirate contractors. We have an amber discretionary fund. He turns around and opens up like a really big, like clunky file cabinet. <laughs> and like, no, 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 no. And pulls open and pulls open a file cabinet that is like filled with amber inside. <laughs> Be like, you know that I'm good for it. I, I just, I need to have some sort of receipt. Part of the issue is that we need to make sure that these are in fact the people who paid for the life insurance. So you have to collect their receipts. But don't worry, you will be paid handsomely for it. I'm putting a lot of trust in you. I just can't do it myself. How about first you give us uh, three of those, what you call it, so if, if anybody needs saving, you know, you can help us with it down the line, and then later we'll get the amber once we fulfill this policy situation. Mm, maybe I could, I could do you one better instead. Uh, and he goes and, uh, hello, child, would you like to see what it's like to come back from the dead? Yeah! I've always wanted to come back from the dead! Of course. Okay, so then he's like, all right, here we go, and opens up another uh, cabinet in this file cabinet, and it's filled with, like, papaya seeds. I don't know if you've seen them before or if you know what a papaya is. For those of you who don't know what a papaya is, it's like a big orange fruit, but inside there's, like, there's like gushy black stuff around the seed itself. But this the, it's filled with these big, big papaya seeds the size of your hands, but they're, like, pulsing with energy. It's pul- It's like pulsing with, it is with shine that goes in and out and in and out. Be like, yeah, so if you just do this, if you put it in someone's mouth, it just brings them right back to life. Whoa. So I can give you one for your trouble just in case you run into anything dangerous. I don't want anything to happen to you, of course, and we need this fulfilled. Uh, so I can't do payment up front, but you got plenty of amber on the way back. And I'll give you an extra revival seed. Uh, Lucas is going, ew, and like poking him. Like, oh, it's squishy. Uh, child, please stop poking the revival seeds. Yeah, it's so gross. Uh, please stop, please. And just like slightly slaps your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, of course, this is what I'll front you. You can have one just in case, just in case it happens, and you'll take three for the three people who paid for the life insurance policy. If you do it quickly and collect the receipts, you get a piece of amber for each of you. And there's also something inside of where that is, and I'll give you extra bonus if you bring that back for what these uh, what these pirates seem to be going after. Sound good, crew? How does that sound? Okay. I just scoop one up. Our schedule's open. Well, we'll take it. I'm I'm glad you uh you flagged us down. Whispers. Thank you, Captain Jones. Uh, please, I, I do need to get to a meeting. Unless, child, would you like to come with me to a to a team building meeting and an insurance po- and an insurance company? Eh, your boat's too small. But you're the nicest cop I have ever met. I'll take this and takes the little the seed thing and just boing back over to the other side and hands the seed to uh, Captain Salamander Jones. <laughs> like, actually, child, come back. I, I didn't give you everything that you needed. Come back. <laughs> okay. And then he scoops up three of three more of the seeds and puts it in a plastic bag and ties it and gives ties it and gives it to you. <laughs> Remember, this, the life insurance policy covers three pirates. Uh, and make sure to get their receipts to make sure that they paid in full. Okay. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. Just meet me back here as soon as you're finished. I'll be back. I'll be back around sundown. Okay. All right. We'll give it a go. Yeah. Wonderful. The pleasure doing business with you. Lucas, every time you do that, I think you're gonna fall to your death. Every time. I never miss, except for I did, like, twice. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, make sure listen to your captain. There's a reason why your captain has these worries about people falling to their death. It happens all the time. In fact... No, it's just because she's old. Well, in fact, if you don't pay attention, you might end up doing it three more times this year. What? 
Well, if you, ju- I could just check my actuary tables. As he pulls out, <laughs> he pulls out another another drawer oh of God. the of the filing cabinet, and just like piles and piles and piles of paper, showing like what depending on what your actions are as a pirate is how long you'll live. Captain Jones screams, "Witch!" and uh, starts pulling up the anchor. Uh. <laughs> All right, toot toot, whoop whoop. As Agent Eddie whispers. Uh, heads off in the other direction. I hope he has fun at his company icebreakers. Oh, you know I will. <laughs> I'm going to tell people two truths and a lie. Ooh. <laughs> Incredible. All right, so yeah, there's a small island that's a few hours away that you can just easily sail on over because the sea is fine. Is there anything you want to know? Anything? Any questions you have before before we head over? Dandy, you've, you've heard of this insurance uh, scam before? This product? It works quite a bit differently, but there's something about these seeds that makes me wonder. They look particularly evil for a life-giving seed? Um, yeah. I, hey, if anyone wants to do any rolls on any of this stuff, on life insurance, on these seeds, yeah. let me know. Yeah. Well, does, it, does anyone want to check these out? I'd love to do a history check on the seeds if I've seen anything like this among pirate medicine or the different terrains that I've visited. Sure. Sounds good. If you're looking at the seeds, I'll take an Arcana check. And but for Dandy specifically, if you want to like, if you want to do another history check on insurance, okay. you can. But what, whatever you do, a history insurance check. A history insurance check. Yeah. History All right. So why don't I get an Arcana check from Lucas? Okay. On the seeds. And then I'll do a history check. Want. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a fourteen from Lucas. Okay. Nice. I got a five. I'm really too young to know about insurance. <laughs> Much like most of us, insure it's just one of those things you got to pay Who for. Who can understand it? Who can understand Who it? Who can understand yeah. it? This is certainly different. You have not seen this type of life it insurance. It is unknowable. The thing you said is true. This is different. Yeah, uh, Salamander only got a ten. Okay, so no, you have not. You have not <laughs> seen. Lucas knows more about. Me. You have not seen these seeds before. You have heard that like there are certain magics that would be able to bring people back to life sure. uh, when they when they die. But you know things are weird out in the Great Salt Sea. All right, Lucas, fourteen, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what this reminds you of? Oh, I remember. This is like when uh, when I was a little baby when I was born. And when uh, there was, this, and I was like an egg, but also there was goop around me as an egg. That's crazy. It is not, it's not me. I'm not a spider and this is not spider <laughs> egg, but like, I guess these seeds have life inside of it. And that's what's pulsing through it is the life. Lucas is going to turn around and go, I think they're babies. <laughs> in, in the seeds? No, I think if you eat it, you become a baby. Oh, of, of what kind of creature? Uh, um, I, uh, I have to ask them. <laughs> He's going to go over and be like, what kind of baby are you? <laughs> they don't talk yet, so we have to find out later. <laughs> but I guess being a baby is better than being dead, so. You know, Lucas, you're, you're surprisingly full of wisdom. Yeah, I mean, my stats are a little strange. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Hell yeah. You want to head over? Let's chart the course, crew. All right, uh, seafaring montage. Boop, 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 boop. You are at the island. This is another tropical island. Some of the ones that you've seen uh, around the Great Salt Sea. Some of them are more arid. Some of them are more rocky. Some of them are kind of like like a whole, like just the 
the whole Midwest on an island, just flat as far as the eye can see. But this one is fairly tropical. Lots and lots and lots of bright colors. Like all of the greens are brilliant greens, like light, like really bright light green. Like the the forest greens are just like uh, as green as possible. Someone turned the saturation all the way up. There's pinks and light blues and oranges and mangoes and and like sherbet. It's just so the colors of the flora here are just so so brilliant. It's a rather small island as you pull up. The majority of the island is this cave that is sitting in the middle of the island. So, like, there's a lot of trees and, and, and bushes and plants and, and greenery around it. Um, but the majority of the island is just this big, big open cave. Mm. So, Captain, we're supposed to find dead people here? That's what they made it sound like. I mean, how are you supposed to ask for the th- for the thing from the insurance after your debt? I, I hope- well, he said to get a receipt, which I think is a type of toy. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I mean, Gru, if you were taking shelter on this island, if you were harmed, if you were in danger, where would you go? You mean if I died on this island? Where where would I the die? Big cave, yeah, the big exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We are a well-oiled machine. I'd lay my life down for any of you. And then we could turn you into a baby because you'd be dead. Listen, if I if I die, put one of them seeds in my mouth. Let's let's see what happens. Okay, can do, Captain. Incredible. As you walk up to the front of the cave, um, you see that there's a bunch of bi- there are berry vultures that are like perched upon the kind of like the lip of the cave. There's a lot of these like dark red malignant birds that are looking at all of you as you're passing by. In fact, you see that there are four that are kind of surrounding something on the ground right now, just like pecking at it, going. Bar, bar, bar. I cover as many of Lucas's eyes as I can. Don't look, Lucas. <laughs> He was like, okay, thanks. I don't really like the land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Captain Jones will give Dandy a, a nod uh, and advance on this group of birds, uh, spreading her, uh, her, her leaf tendrils as far and wide as she possibly can and yelling, caw-caw, caw-caw. <laughs> you, you wanna, they want to see if that intimidation check works? <laughs> yeah, sure do. All right, sure. Hell yeah. Let's see if, if you try to scare some vultures away. Cool, it's a 14. Okay. Uh, sorry, that's not going to do it. The vultures kind of look at you. The berry vultures look at you for a second and then just go back to what they were doing. Going, rah, rah, I thought rah. you were very intimidating, that... Captain. Thank you. Thank you, Dandy. One, another one flies down and like kind of pushes them out of the way. So now there's five uh, around something. Can I, can I look between them and see what they're picking at? Yeah. Uh, you can see that they're they're picking at something or what used to be maybe what used to be someone because you can definitely see a puffy white hand of a cauliflower green folk. Be gone, creatures! Vile, vile birds! And uh, Captain Captain Jones is gonna throw a javelin. At these birds. <laughs> throw a javelin. Yeah. javelin. Yeah. You just have a javelin. Sure. So good. All right, that's a 16 to hit. Right, yeah, sure, yeah. A 16, yeah. You, the javelin goes, as you, as you hit one of the berry vultures with the javelin. Cool, cool. Uh, and that's an eight, eight points of damage. Ooh, eight points of damage. All right, you de- you knock one down, but the four other ones are still are still feasting. Uh, uh, D- Danny, any, any help here? Can I use my grappling hook to pull the body towards me? Can I just like... And, like, drag it out of the pile of birds. 
That is a great idea. Give me a dexterity check okay. to uh, for your skill with this grappling hook here. Okay. 15. 15. Hell, Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, you could gra- you grapple something as you pull it in. I grapple something? Does it have a mouth? Well, you got an arm and part of a shoulder. Oh, yeah. gosh. And then as the berry vultures kind of disperse... <laughs> Yes, and you see that two of two of the vultures have other parts of this cauliflower green folk okay. in their ma- in their mouths, and then fly farther <gasps> into the cave. Well, this one's too dead. We can't do anything about this one. Did they say how many parts we need for the seed to work? It's a good question. <laughs> now that Lucas's eyes aren't covered, Lucas is gonna like hop over like onto the body and be like, oh, gross! But like with delight, you know, <laughs> as kid only kids can. Um, and to take out um, his, his rapier and just start poking it a little bit. <laughs> um, a tooltip pops up at the bottom of the screen, which is like <laughs> with the agent whispers in there. Is like, fun fact, as long as all the parts are there, you can put it in the mouth. Perfect. Did you guys see where those birds went? <laughs> they went in the cave. Yeah, two of the birds went in, two of the birds went into the cave. Alrighty, folks, let's uh, let's drag this corpse into the cave. Get them all put together. Let's go. Um, actually, what we can do is a uh, Lucas has like webs and like um, silk, and so can kind of like tie together oh, the parts we do have into like a little bundle. I was worried I was gonna have to carry each piece. If only someone could sew. It's, that's crazy, <laughs> Captain. Um, that would be really really useful right now. If someone could sew these body yeah. parts back together. Maybe if we all just closed our eyes and wished really, really hard. <laughs> That's true. And then uh, Jones is going to put her hands over her eyes and have her babies turn around uh, and just sit there going, Oh, um, oh, um, sewing fairy, please visit us. <laughs> if there were more parts to sew together, you only have one part. There's nothing to oh, sew. Oh, we only have one. Yeah, you only have one part right uh, now. You have oh, the, you so you have to get the rest of the parts. Yeah, you have an uh, arm okay, and a shoulder so right now, All and right. you're missing. Uh, oh, you you're missing. You only have an arm and a shoulder. You only have an arm and a shoulder, but there are two parts missing. The the, the berry vultures have two other parts. Captain, I think if we got these two other parts, the sewing fairy might come. <laughs> Spread her talents. Hell yeah, let's do it. Incredible. You want to add in? Yeah. Let's go. Hey, it's Amanda again, and you have made it to the mid-roll of the last one-shot in the Legends Across the Tides miniseries. Again, if you are new here, if this is your first venture in to join the party, we are so glad to have had you. We are, of course, a weekly actual play podcast with tangible worlds, genre-pushing storytelling, and collaborators who like each other and make each other laugh. And if this is the one-shot that you are listening to first, if you listen to two or even all three of the one-shots that we have run here in January, I have great news. Next week, next Tuesday, we are publishing an episode where the three regular players here on Join the Party myself, Julia, and Brandon, and of course, the saltiest DM on the seas, Eric Silver, talk all about what this process was like, how long it took us to put together, how we actually came up with these characters, and how Eric came up with the adventures, answer your questions about what this means for the broader world of Vertistello and Campaign 3. So lots of good stuff in store, and maybe even some funny anecdotes from the uh, recording of these series. So stick around, make sure you hit subscribe, and join us next week as well. 
Thank you also to our newest patrons, Ginger, Megan, and Diana, all of whom actually joined at the annual levels. They paid one time, once, upfront, right now in January for an entire year of supporting Join the Party on Patreon, buying you, by the way, an entire year of party planning, our bi-weekly audio and video podcast where we play games and do all kinds of exciting stuff. That's 26 episodes, baby. You have access to the Discord 365 days a year. Oh my God, what value? And so much more. If you join at the $8 tier, for example, you get ad-free episodes of every single thing we publish on Join the Party and more and more. You can even play a one-shot with us, with Eric and Brandon and Julia and me. You yourself can play a private one-shot with us at our highest level of Patreon support. That is what lets us do this as our jobs. It's what let us put so much time and effort and money into making the new theme song, into doing the incredible character illustrations that Chris Pickett made. So amazing. Follow them on Instagram. So, so good. Thank you again. Please join us if you can at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Now, this week at Multitude, the home that Join the Party lives in, in the podcasting world, we are always doing exciting new things. And this week, we want to make sure you check out Big Game Hunger, a weekly comedy show where Legends Across the Tides player Jenna Steber and friends craft the next big video game every episode. They start with a randomly generated genre, concept, and vibe. And then Jenna and a variety of her funny and game-obsessed guests take these ideas far enough that they could pitch it to a shadowy board of rich investors, which totally sounds like a thing that we would find at the end of an Eric Silver one shot. (laughs) By the end of each episode, they will have honed an IP so resistible that you too will be ready to fork over $25 for it on Steam. So go ahead and laugh about games you love, learn about game trends, and yearn for titles that will surely never make their release date. Also, we very frequently get comments that people actually want to buy these games, so you know it's a good podcast. So go ahead, look up Big Game Hunger in your podcast app. There are new episodes every Monday. We are sponsored this week by Shaker and Spoon, a subscription cocktail service that helps you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right at home. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes that are each developed by world-class mixologists. All you have to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit, and you have everything you need to make 12 drinks at home. It's just 40 or 50 bucks per month, plus the cost of the bottle, so this is a very cost-effective way to enjoy craft cocktails at home. It's like if I go to a craft cocktail bar and spend just 40 bucks, I'm like, wow, what a deal. So you can get 12 drinks for that price and the cost of the bottle. So good. So whether you are getting a sort of like exciting little hobby to do at home, you want to, you know, bring something amazing to a friend's place or a party or be a great house guest and show up with a shaker and spoon box in hand, you can get $20 off your first box at shakerandspoon.com slash join the party. That's shaker and spoon.com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. All right. Inside of the cave, it's you'd expect something inside of a cave to be dank and nasty, but like it is still dank and nasty, but like mm-hmm. just still the colors are brilliant. There's pinks and greens and blues just all over all over the walls of this cave. Uh, as we enter the cave, uh, Jones is going to kind of like kick a little arrow in the in the dirt uh, to 
point us back toward the ship. So if we have to have a hot exit, if we have to get out of here in a hurry, we know which way the ship is docked. Mm, smart. Smart, smart, smart. Cool. Not my first rodeo. All right. As you start to walk walk into the walk into the cave, it's, it was very very large on the outside, and then the, the uh, walls of the cave start to slope in. It's getting a little bit smaller. Nothing scary yet. Nothing. No one's uh, no one's feeling claustrophobic just yet, but it's getting a little bit smaller. All right. Jones is gonna light her uh, her lamp from her pack. Uh, hold it up. Mm. Smart. As you walk forward, um, I need everyone to make a perception check. Ooh, that'd be a 22, Ooh. baby. Yeah, lots of eyes. I got a six. Just a six. <laughs> I'm going to switch dice. This is crazy. Well, it's also right. a little dark. Like, Lucas has dark vision. You know, spiders, mm. small places. Dark. Yeah. Lucas, you're jumping around. You're like, oh, look at this new cave. And that's when you stumble upon a uh, a pair of boots. Whoa, there's not enough for me, but sticks, like, two of their four, like, <laughs> bottom legs into the boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's interesting about this is that you see that the boots, uh, the boots, they're like old, they're kind of waterlogged, they're salt stained. Um, and you see that their step, the boots, there are like exact boot sized with your 22 on perception. There's exact boot sized footprints that are leading away, kind of away over to the right. Luke is going to turn around and go, these boots are magic. They can walk by themselves. <laughs> really? Yeah, go look, go look. Uh, Jones would love to kind of compare the boots to the arm we have. Is there anything in common? Size, smell, foot that's left in the boot? There is no foot left in the boot, unfortunately. No, 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 no. (laughs) Good, because Lucas did not look before. No, no, Lucas, you're fine. You're fine. Um, Lucas would go, ah, this is not enough boots for me. Anybody want the boots? I mean, Dandy, you want an upgrade? Um, I don't really know if I want these abandoned boots, but we can hang on to them if we meet the person who lost them. Yeah, Lucas yeah. turns them upside down. There's only a little dust inside. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll be helpful for, for bartering, or they can hold our receipts, whatever those are. Receipt boots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, well, you got these boots, and you have, a foot, you have some footprints from the boots leading away. What do you want to do? Well, let's go see where the magic boots came from. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You follow. You follow the steps, uh, and it kind of goes over to a pit. And you look over the pit, and uh, and there is just like dark blue, like purple blueberry juice, kind of splattered everywhere, <laughs> as there is the body of a blueberry green folk pirate, kind of at the bottom of this pit. Uh, Does it look intact? Wait. It does. Look, it looks intact. There's a lot of juice everywhere, and the body is not. Does not have any shoes. Okay, maybe we start with the easy one. Bring this one back to life. Get its help. Getting the other crewmate ready. Why is this cave so gross? Right. That's why I always talk about <laughs> cleanliness and swabbing the deck. Listen, I didn't understand know that you got all three of you were going to be so adorable when I started putting <laughs> this one shot together. Let's uh, let's do it. Anyone know what a receipt looks like or where it would be? Uh, I think it's a I think it's a piece of paper. Dandy, smarter and smarter every day. Get on in there, champ. <laughs> um, I think I prefer to pull this one out. How far away would you say the body is? Uh, it's a pretty deep pit. Okay. It's, I would say like 10, 15 feet. Okay, I yeah. got a 30 feet range on this baby. <laughs> I got 30 feet yeah. range. So I'm going to try and hook the body once again. And sort of slowly pull it out. 
I just love Dandy is a is a grappling hook based life form. Yeah. It's very fun. Why, why would you why walk when you could grapple? Yeah. So true. Uh, Jones's minions are gonna uh, gather around the rope after you throw it and uh, and help you pull up too. If Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and yeah, Dandy, give me a give me a dexterity check. Okay. Eleven. And then give me a, I want a strength check from the minion from the little minions. That's uh, a six. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Fuck! They're babies. <laughs> They're just babies. Uh, Dandy, you hook something and the babies pull and the babies pull them up. What does it look like when the babies pull them up? They all uh, heave ho in unison like a early 20th century Disney film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, and you, they, you end up pulling up the, the jacket of this pirate. Oh, man. And in the pocket is a piece of paper that's, uh, that has the life insurance <gasps> from Blue Lotus Life. It says, I am blah, 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 legalese, blah, 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 blah. I'm entitled to one revival on behalf of the Blue Lotus Life Insurance Company. Captain, we got our guy. All right. Okay, let's go turn him into a baby. Let's do it. Um, Lucas is gonna, uh, I have webbing, so I can use it to create like a rope that goes up to 60 feet and anchor it to a point that I choose. So just gonna like stick a little web onto like a rock or the side of the cliff face and like just down to, um, to the body. Nice, yeah, Jones will follow and uh, bring the bag of seats. I will also follow. I love all three of you just jumped into this pit. Well, if, every, if Lucas is going, like, we can't just leave him. It's so sticky. <laughs> yeah, all three of you, you jump, in the, you jump in this pit. I'm sure this pit um, is safe. Yeah, sure I'm sure. With this dead body at the bottom of it? Yeah, I'm sure it's totally fine. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, all three of you are at the bottom of this pit with this, with this body. Yeah, uh, I think I say, uh, Dandy, hold, hold her open, all right? The mouth? Uh, Lucas, Gross. is that a game? Yeah, uh, okay. I'll, do it, I'll do it. Wait, wait, throw it in the mouth. Throw it in the mouth <laughs> so you can get it in. Two points. All right. And so Jones is going to like mime like she's going to like throw an underhand like softball throw uh, and then lobs the seed into the mouth of the blueberry person. All right. Touchdown! Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you just like, you just like carnival through this thing into the mouth of this dead body. Um, yeah, I mean it's like it get it goes it goes in the mouth of this of this dead pirate, swallows it, and then their eye they like their head, which was kind of like filled with blueberry juice, kind of like starts to come back. They're like a more fully humanoid figure with just a big blueberry head, mm. um, and uh, their eyes flick open. They go, <gasps> <sighs> okay, so I guess it wasn't such a bad fall. All right, are you a baby now? I don't, I don't, I wasn't one before, am I now? You'd be a really big baby if you were a baby. That's true. I don't think so. What are you doing? Hey, um, where am I? What's, what's happening? You died. You were dead. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Luckily, Ugh. you had this thing called insurance, and uh, we're here to make sure you came back to life. Yeah, the cops made it a game. Yeah. I don't know if I should be happy that this insurance actually works or I should be embarrassed that I died, uh, that I died in here. What, um... For the right price, we can say that you got bit by a crocodile of the valley. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tell me that that a crocodile attacked me and rolled me and then I ended up in a pit. I guess leave the pit out of it. I don't want to be fallen into a pit. I love lying. 
Yeah, it could have like dragged you deep into a swamp and then like put you on top of a mountain and then you had to, I don't know, fight your way through and then punched some some uh, berry birds in the face and here you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you go with that? I, I don't know. I didn't get the deluxe telling people how you died package. Is that okay? This one's off the books, bud. Oh, all right. All right, nice. We also have your boots and maybe you could pay for those back? Yeah. You have my boot. You're so you're gonna lie for free, but you're not. Gonna, you're gonna hold out of my boots for a price. Five keepers. No, nothing's free. They're Lucas's. Yeah, they're magic. Yeah. Lucas puts them on two of his feet. See? Why do I? How did I lose my boots? Here, let's let's get out of this pit. Then we can settle up. You know? Yeah. Get me out of this pit. I died. I'm oh, I'm so vain. I'm let me out of this pit. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, in case you needed tell tales of your brave uh, rescuers. Captain Salamander Jones, that there's Dandy, that's Lucas. Hi, we also found an arm. Oh yeah, do you know this arm? <laughs> she just holds Stick it up. It up. <laughs> no, why, why, why do you have, why do you have Jimmy's arm? <laughs> oh, Jimmy, okay. Yeah, why, hey, why, takes out two swords. <laughs> why do you have Jimmy's arm? We're, we're insurance, we're insurance. Three of you have insurance, right? All right, if you're insurance agents, tell me what insurance is. Oh, no. Captain, we're screwed. (laughs) We are subcontractors of insurance. We were tapped to bring these seeds to you. And Jones holds up the bag with the other two seeds in it. And uh, this poor fellow's arms, the first thing we saw when we came up. The, The birds took the rest of him deeper into the cave. So we thought, oh, you're right here. Get you up. Bring you deeper into the cave. Find Jimmy. Very vultures, no. Oh. Okay. Um fine, I believe you. The blueberry holsters their swords. Okay, um can will you I guess do you you need to have all the parts of Jimmy to bring Jimmy back, right? Obviously it's insurance. Yes, like a game. Scavenger hunt. Okay. I guess should I help? If if you care about your crewmate, sure. I do. I do. <laughs> Fine. Is there like a friends to lovers situation going on here or? Jones loves gossip. <laughs> we can talk about that later. We can talk about it later. I don't, how did, I guess you are insurance agents. How did you know about our friends to lovers situation? <laughs> Jones stares at Dante and Lucas. <laughs> get me, can we get out of the pit? Let's get out of the pit. Let's get out of the pit. Lucas starts crawling out of the pit on the rope. He's like, when are you guys going to get married? <laughs> I just stopped. I just died. I just died. Give me a second. Okay, I want to come to the wedding. Fine. Okay. If you die again, it's not our problem. You only had one seat. I just need you to know that. Very good point, Danny. Yes, Very good pay- point. Right. Yeah, we paid for... Um, yeah, we paid for one seat for all of us. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll help you find Jimmy, and um, then we'll just... We'll all leave, and yeah. You'll pay us. We'll take you where you have to go within reason. Our ship is on the other side of the cave. If it's still there, hopefully if it's still there, don't, it's, you don't, I'll, we'll get Jimmy put together and then we'll go. It's, it's fine. Just, I would leave this cave. This cave is much more dangerous than it leads on. Don't, I think that we should all leave after this. In fact, uh, tell us how you died the first time so we can avoid it now. I was eating trail mix and I choked on it and then I fell in a pit out of my shoes. That doesn't seem like the cave's fault. Well, I didn't know there was a pit. 
And also, I'm very good at eating trail mix. And Jimmy was behind me. And then, I guess, now is now. Is he running for help, or...? I don't know. I don't know. I would just... I hit, and then it just kind of went... It just skipped... It just kind of skipped forward. I don't remember any of the, any of the other parts. I just... I ended up... Once I fell in the pit, I guess... Splat, so... I think Jimmy killed you to get your trail mix. I... Huh. <laughs> Let's go find him! Okay. The blueberry pirate gives a far-off stare. <laughs> <laughs> What, what's your name, crewmate? Oh, you know, they call me Stripes. Because of your, like, personality, or...? Oh, well, it was the... And you look, the Stripes looks down, and their shirt, their red and white striped pirate shirt is just covered. It's just all dark blue. <laughs> just co- covered in juice. Be like, they're Stripes. It's Stripes. Oh, here, I like Stripes. Oh. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's find Jimmy. Stripes, the way we operate is... I'm in charge when uh, when the the stuff meets the sea, when the um, when the when the wind meets the sail. Um, can listen to my leadership, right? Yeah, yeah. No, well, you're the captain. I, I, I. Sure. All right. Just yeah, let's... and you'll have to let me ride on your shoulder. And he crawls up and sits it onward. Uh, all right, Luke. Luke is gonna ride on my shoulder. That's the second rule. And, and you have to carry Jimmy's arm. And that's the third rule. I'll, I'll, I'll carry Jimmy's arm. All okay. right. Just, let, just you. Can we leave after we find Jimmy? Well, there's three of you, right? Uh. Well, there was three of us. I don't know where Jimmy was near me. We lost another one. I. It was. It was kind of exp- expedition. I don't. I don't know. I, I was dead. I don't know. Hmm. Seems like this being dead thing is a lot of excuses. It sounds like I'm lying. I'm not. I just died. I came back to life recently, <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, get back. I, I just, it was, there was a lot going on. We came to the cave. The cave is dangerous. Just let's go. Let's go. Can I roll insight just to see if he's being duplicitous or is just, like, overwhelmed? Sure. That's more like it. That's a 17. Well, I rolled a 2. Um, yeah, Stripes is lying. Stripes is lying about something. Um, before we move on, can I roll to uh, pickpocket him? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Give, me, give, me some, give me a sleight of hand. Okay. Oh, that would be a 25. Jesus Christ, rogues, baby! Rogues! <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. While, while Stripes goes, uh... Lucas, you just like... <laughs> all, <laughs> so many arms! And you go through all of, all of his pockets, uh, and you pull out a treasure map. Oh! <gasps> Yes! Um, can I, like, slide it to the captain? Or is that an extra move? Should I, like, you know, keep it? You can do it. You got a 25. You can do whatever you want, my friend. Okay, solid. Yeah. Um, Lucas is going to wink one of their many, many eyes, which is actually, like, <laughs> they just, like, wink, like, in a wave, like, <laughs> down the line. Um, and it just sort of, like, hands it over to Captain uh, Salamander. And also, like, and then looks over at uh, Dandy Lightly and winks in the other direction, like, <laughs> <laughs> this should horrify me, but I find it so cute. I do too. That's kind of the theme of this whole one shot, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, uh, you take a look at the, you can take a look at the treasure map really quickly um, okay. because you rolled so well. Yeah, it's uh, a real classic treasure map, like a dotted line going around in a circle with an X. You go into this cave. The cave has like is like jagged around it, like it's a jagged circle, which symbolizes the mouth of the cave. You go through. You kind of wind your way through, and it also shows the cave getting narrower and narrower and narrower. This also goes then it goes like down. It's like um, it's like topography almost like zooming in on like a 2d version of the cave and then you kind of go down and then there's a big x at the end at the end of the cave onward crew hey uh hey uh stripes you you go second let's have lucas first stripes dandy then yeah i think with the 25 you can do all this surreptitiously and stripes is a no that you grabbed that you grabbed or looked or have the the treasure map i think this all happened like while the captain's talking to stripes you just like lucas does all of this and like show puts it on like a slideshow <laughs> and like <laughs> and shows it to all his of shoulder you. facing backwards look yeah it's like <laughs> here it is look at it and then like puts it away <laughs> and, like by the and then like stripes turns around and lucas is not doing anything yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, thinks of another uh, Greek letter. That's uh, phi formation is when all the spider babies pretend that they were wrestling to cover up a distraction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sp- now Lucas and the spider babies are just like tussling, rough housing yeah, with yeah, each yeah. other. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, y- y'all can go. Okay, let's proceed. Cool. Lucas will jump off of his shoulder and scree on ahead, as the captain said. Yeah, uh, let me know what you guys think, but it seems like Lucas has good dark vision, so I, I think Lucas, mm-hmm. then Stripes, then Dandy, then me. Yeah. Cool. Lucas, Stripes, Dandy. Cool. Yeah. Then, yeah, then Salamander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, y'all can continue forward again as the as the map shows. It starts getting narrower and narrower. Still, still not claustrophobic, but it is getting it is getting smaller. So as you're walking forward, Stripes turns around to Dandy and says, "So, uh." Good crew. This is a, like a. Are you like a cousin? Is this like a mother? You you're like part of this family affair of pirates. We're just you know we're pretty close to the captain. Um. Oh, I thought the captain. So the captain's children, and the spot is not. No, no, they're, they're, they're not related. They're not related. They're not related. Well, spider plants spy. I guess I got spider plant spider. It's, it's, it's like, that would be a little confusing. Um, yeah. But really, it's just the captain has her babies, and then Lucas is sort of like our adopted baby. Cool, cool. So it ain't good. You know, you like you like it. Yeah, it's yeah, good. yes, pretty. It's pretty good. Uh, how was how was your crew? Would you say pretty? Uh, maybe not so reliable, maybe. Uh yeah. No, not not great. Um, you know, we got uh. You know, we had, we we got into an ideological difference, mm. and all of the uh, the pirate ship kind of split into three. <gasps> so now we all have like three small boats from one big boat. And it, um, well, do you uh, let me ask, Dandy, do you believe in the salmon? Can I roll to see if I believe in the salmon, or what what I know about the salmon? Yeah, roll a history check for okay. me. Okay. Eight. Okay. So basically, in Verticello, in this world that we're, we're living in. So the whole thing about the Great Salt Sea was like 50 years ago, there used to be this, this waterfall mm. that brought all the water to Verticello. And of, like 50 years ago, it dried up. Um, it revealed the Great Salt Sea and kind of kicked off this pirate era. And the whole thing is that the salmon can grant wishes to people who find it that's in this like clear blue perfect water and it's somewhere out here in the great salt sea okay. and theoretically if you found it you would wish for the cascade to come back and save the world okay it's um but it's like a myth a lot it's kind of like a myth 
Almost. Got it. Got it. So I think, I don't think I personally believe in the salmon, but I'm going to be like, yeah, I believe in the salmon just to see where this conversation's going to go. Yeah, I mean, how do you not believe, how do you become a pirate and not believe in the salmon? I thought that was the whole point of what we were doing here. Yeah, it's, it, that would be crazy. I can't imagine what that life would be like. Um, are you looking for the salmon actively? Yeah, I mean, you have to be. Like, I know that we get sidetracked doing stuff, fighting each other, fighting each other, like looking for treasure, killing monsters and stuff, and it's fun, but like, you gotta be looking for the salmon. But, you know, this thing is like, the reason why no one's found the salmon before is because, um, like, there's, it's locked up. The salmon's locked up. I think someone has it, and it's somewhere, and that you need to get find these keys to unlock the salmon. And I think that's kind of the big thing that everyone's missing. But I, and I went with, like, the true believers, me and Jimmy, who we were looking for it. So this... You know, I, you, it's just like one of those big questions you gotta ask your crew so that you're not like five years in and you realize that some of the people on your crew don't believe in the salmon. That's so, I'm making like crazy, this guy's crazy eyes at Captain Jones. And I'm like, so these keys that you believe you need to unlock the salmon, do you, would you, do you have them as a believer? No. Are you looking for them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta look, you gotta be looking for them. I mean, I don't know where they are or anything. Like, they're, they're hidden and they're like, I don't know, artifacts of power and stuff, but like, I, I, I don't know where they are, no. That's crazy. Incredible, incredible theory. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. If, if only there was some kind of map, you know? No, leading, I mean, there's no valuable map. things. I'm like just, you know, my, I'm just. Keys, salmon, whatever that is, you know, bodies of your crewmates. I don't know. Uh, I just, yeah, Captain, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, if you're a, you know, if you're a believer, you should, you should ask your captain about it before it's too late. <laughs> I, I, it's like someone trying to unionize a Starbucks really quietly. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Yeah, no, Cap. Yeah, Captain. Yeah, you're always looking for. Yeah, always. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So where's? Yeah, let's look for Jimmy. I mean, where did you? Did you see the vultures flying off anywhere? This away. Okay. Yeah. So here's how this is gonna go. If you want to find the pieces of Jimmy, uh-huh. I'm watching. You're gonna have to make investigation checks to see if you could figure out where the vulture, where the vultures have have posted up. Uh, if you if you roll high enough, you can find you can find him super easily. If you roll middling, you you can find him, but it's gonna be a problem. And if you don't, if you roll poorly, then you're gonna have a problem and you can't find him. All right. So I'm gonna need rolls from all of okay. you. I need at least two successes here for you to find the two pieces of Jimmy. Okay. All right. Okay, Jimmy, this is for you, buddy. Game. This first Ooh. treasure, next everyone. Yeah. It's a fourteen from Lucas. Fourteen. I rolled a seven. Eight. Oh no, Jimmy! Incredible. All right, I'm gonna need wisdom saving throws for everyone. Okay. Oh no, I don't want to do that. That's a ten. Is that good? I got an eleven. <laughs> Four. Sarah, we are on the same wavelength. I need wavelength. to get like I'm like, <laughs> what other dice do I could I possibly be using I know, right I'm now? I'm like cycling between d20s. Four. All right, and give me a dex- give me a strength saving throw as well. Oh boy. Oh god. Oh, am I have so little strength. I'm so slow. Eleven. Eleven. 11. Same. Oh, 16. Oh, 16. Okay. All right. So Damn, here's... We, we should let the baby pirate yeah, this, well, Lucas uh, pilot is this crew. Us. Yeah. Okay. Lucas is rolling really well. 
Okay. I need everyone to take 14 points of damage. Perfect. As we do a quick, as we do a quick cave looking around montage. <laughs> for <laughs> first, um, some slugs fall from the ceiling and stick to your head and stick to your hands and mind <gasps> control you all for a second and run you all, run you all into the wall. And then some rocks in there. And then another thing happens as, like, the, the cave walls, like, snap closed and, like, slam you all together. Wow! Captain, I think I know why people died here now! I hate land! <laughs> Luke is just gonna go, ow, 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 ow. And as you, stumble, as you stumble through, you see that there is a, uh, you see that up, up kind of, like, there is a, uh, there's, like, a tree. There's almost, like, I guess it's, like, a like tree... It's almost like an overgrown bush that's grown like ten feet tall. That one of the berry, that one of the berry vultures is roosting, is roosting in at the moment, holding, uh, holding the legs of a cauliflower pyre. <gasps> Captain, Timmy's legs. Yeah, he's got the leg. All right, folks. Epsilon formation. <laughs> I'm like thinking desperately of sororities. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm going to send. Uh, I'm going to send my spider plant cohort forward. Sure. Uh, what do they sound like? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, the spider plants run forward. What do you want them to do? Okay. I have like a character sheet for each of them, so I'm just trying to compare the two. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. So uh, their favorite thing to do is uh, man a javelin. Two of them per javelin. So uh, they're going to run forward and then launch a javelin uh, at the bird. And throw the javelins at the bird? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Give me two attack rolls then. Uh, first one is a uh, 10 to hit. Okay. Fuck. Next is a 9 to hit. No, that's not going to do it. As the javelin goes, and the, the vulture seems unbothered. That is like gnaws at, as it gnaws at a foot. Okay. How, how much would you say this foot weighs? I mean, it's the whole bottom half of a mm-hmm. pirate, so it'd be like seven. It would probably be like, I don't know, malnourished pirate, like 70, 60 pounds. How high up is this bird? It's like 10, 15 feet up on this like overgrown, this like kind of like weird, weird plant that's grown in the middle, that is grown in the middle okay. of this cave. I'm going to try and use it as a bonus action, grappling hook the 15 feet up to the board, up to the bird. Okay. And then I'm going to use my force weapon. So I'm going to attack with that. Hell yeah. Okay, let me see. What's if your what's your force weapon? Tell me what does it look like? So force weapon is basically like an invisible weapon that kind of like comes out. It's like a dagger. It's like a magical dagger. Mm. Um, and I can nice. attack twice with it. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you yeah. grapple, yeah, you can grapple hook up and then and attack twice for me. Okay. So this is the first one. It's a sixteen. Okay, that hits. Okay. And then because I am level five, I get to do uh, let's see. So it's 1d10 per attack, but I'm going to use... This is when it gets complicated. Sure. It's 1d10 per attack. I get two attacks, and I'm going to add... Let's see. It's called War Mage Edge. So I get one more damage dice on this first attack. So I get another d10, wow. and then I add three. Okay, why don't you attack again, and we'll do all the damage together. Okay. You pulverize this bird. Hell yeah, dude. So this is attack number one. I love this. Uh, it, it's a 20. I got two tens. Oh shit! So then okay. it's, it's plus. So this is just the first attack. And yeah, I mean you three, do so it. It's fine. Yeah, you it's know 23. you do it. It's twenty three. Yeah, you're attacking a single vault. You're attacking a single berry vulture. You got it. Well, so I went up there and just murked it. Yeah, all of a sudden, Danny's like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Grapples hook, grappling hook up, and what's your? So is it dagger? Is your force weapon? Yeah. And you're just like pop, pop. 
<laughs> Sally is weeping openly. I'm so proud just of you. Crackle, and of course, it's just like crackling with energy as you're the, doing it. The cave has pushed me to my the limits that I didn't know I truly had within me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's crackling with energy, and the, the, to- the bottom half of this pirate kind of falls out of the tree and lands on the ground. Lucas, add it to the pile. Lucas is going to sc- scurry over and get the, and get the, uh, the leg and sort of um, use uh, webbing to, like, web, you know, just make, like, a little bundle. It's funny because, actually, jumping spiders don't make webs. They make, like, weird little cocoons out of Ooh. their um, silk. So he just makes a little cocoon Cute. for it. Nice. Okay. Um... This is horrible. I hate watching this. What What do you mean, Stripes? <laughs> uh, Lucas is also gonna run, uh, like scurry over to, um, uh, scurry over to Dandy lightly and be like, that was awesome! And can they have a little <laughs> secret handshake? Cute. Uh, meanwhile, the captain turns to Stripes and says, what do you mean, this is awesome? We got, we got two thirds of your crewmate back. I just don't like watching putting Jimmy back together. It's not, I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> I know I was dead and this Man, happened. Man, you should have like, seen what you were dealing with when you were dead. What? I probably looked fine and cool. No. You were very sticky. You look, you look like someone uh, who's on their first sea voyage and didn't get their sea legs till, oh, three to four weeks in. Yeah, I had to open your mouth. Yeah. I guess I did, I did fall out of my shoes into a pit and then died, so. Your whole... Uh, Jones gestures at his head. Was kind of... And then makes a pancake with her hands. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, gross. Gross and terrible. Gross. Uh, all right. Give me more investigation checks, folks. I need one success, baby. One success. Okay. All right. 18. All right. I swapped my dice out. Let's go. I got an 18. All right. I got, I got a, a 19. I got a 12. Whoa. All Whoa. right. That will do it. Hell yeah. Sarah, burn that first pair of dice. It doesn't yeah. matter what the material is. Just burn it. Mm-hmm. They're gone. They're gone. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, that 18, that, what was the other, what did you get, Kristen? I got 19. Oh, yeah. You got two successes? All right. Would you like, I can give you, I can give you an option here. Do you want to find Jimmy's, Jimmy's third piece just in a very easy, actually, no, I'm just going to do that. Screw it. Screw <laughs> it. As you, as you pick, you wrap Jimmy up and you walk further in the cave. Uh, you hear, and then, and then just a, a large thump, and just, Jimmy's like majority of his torso and his head just falls <laughs> out of the ground. A big, big puffy cauliflower head with like a giant oversized bandana tied tied around yes. it. And this is the third piece of Jimmy. That's a, that's an easy target when your head's that big and you wrap something colorful around it. Oh, gross! gonna scurry over with the other parts yeah uh and uh jones will kind of like drag stripes over as well <laughs> with uh with the initial arm look, and shoulder i don't want to look at it i'm not gonna look at it. your mate needs it. you bud i'm not gonna look at it you do it just do it jones puts her hands on hit on stripes shoulders if you don't show up for him now you're gonna regret it for the rest of your days what do i what do you mean showing up show up for him be here be a witness to your crew I, I put i put the seed in in stripes's hands no, no. He needs you. You should do it. He's your buddy. In his mouth. In, in his, his mouth. mouth. In, in his, his mouth. mouth. Turn him into a baby. Uh, okay. Can I do a persuasion check, Eric? Because with my born leader feet, I do get advantage on anything related to giving orders in a dangerous situation. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes, I love this. Great. Okay, nine. All right, that's a, uh, a nine plus. That's, a, uh, that's an 11 right there. Okay. I'm like... Yeah, 
It's fine. I rolled a five. <laughs> um, <Great>. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, fine. Oh, just push them together. Sewing fairy, wherever you reside, we can really use your help right now. I, I sigh and I take out my, my needle and thread and I work as quickly as possible and I go, nobody look! If you look, the fairy will leave! Yeah, Jones is just looking at the ceiling, muttering, hands clasped. Lucas is like like several feet away playing with a rock. Like he's forgotten what we're doing. Uh, Stripes, says, I, Stripes didn't want to look in the first place. That's fine. <laughs> like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy has, and as Jimmy is sewn up, uh, Stripes puts the seed in Jimmy's mouth, opens it, and then delicately closes it. Uh, and, like, see, the energy flows through Jimmy's body. The stitches fade away as Jimmy's full, full body incorporates together and goes, <gasps> Welcome, welcome. Are you guys going to get married? We, we, can, we can witness it. We got a captain. We got a captain right here. I, I'm basically also a priest, yeah. Uh, Wait, can I try to pick Jimmy, his pockets? Jimmy sits up and Stripes and Stripes says, Jimmy, run! And, and Jimmy, get, Jimmy pushes up and sprints away, as does, uh, as does Stripes. And, sorry, and just runs. That was weird. Can we chase them? If you want to. Lucas, do your Robbie thing. Yeah! Um, okay, so my webs aren't very strong, so I can't, like, snag them and keep them from going. Yeah. But I can just, like, chase them. Yeah. Let's chase them. We need your receipt! How far away would you say they are? Well, it's fine, because as Stripes run, runs away, Jimmy rolled a natural one and then just and just absolutely trip, <laughs> beefs it, trips yes. over a root and just beefs it into the ground. Jones sends her cohort forward and Gulliver's Travels style, uh, like, pins down uh, Jimmy on the floor. Well, what, what, why, why are the insurance, why is the insurance man so intense? I think I'd love for Lucas to like scurry up like onto Jimmy's chest and to try to intimidate um, Jimmy into to, to be like, tell the truth. And then like, uh, I actually have like a plus five to intimidation because I can like stick out my fangs and suddenly be very un- unsettling. Yeah. God, yeah, give me an intimidation check. Uh, come on, good rolls. 16, so that'd be a dirty 21. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, what? So, yeah, so she's gonna scurry up and just be like, this is the scariest I've seen Lucas. <laughs> okay, so well, I didn't pay. I didn't, we don't have enough money for three revives. I didn't pay. Fine, sorry. I was trying to run out on the bill. Oh. And then it just gets really cute again. <laughs> okay, so what kind of, like, amber have you got to make that worth our while? Um, I don't. I don't have anything. Bad answer. You're coming with us till we find the third of your crew. Did they pay? Yeah, we paid for two. We paid for two. Great. I was supposed to not die. Okay, you <laughs> failed. Uh, so help us find the third person, or else they're not gonna get back to life. Uh, um, Stripes, what do you what do you think? Stripes is like thirty feet away down the cave, being like, Jimmy, we're still. Why are you still here? <laughs> Uh, fine. Okay, I'll show you. And Stripes goes into goes into his pocket and tries to pull out something like, um. Oh, is this the "there was a hole in the pocket where all the amber was" trick? This isn't my first tide around the tides. No, I was gonna tell you about the captain. I think he's looking for the map, the super secret map that we don't know anything about. Damn, Lucas dude. is gonna, gonna I, take the map from the captain and be like, you dropped this. I just love being right. 
Oh my god. Yes, there's a super secret map, but there's a super secret treasure at the end. But it seems like it's not worth it, so I think we should all just go. We're all gonna go to the treasure, get it, and then we're gonna keep it while y'all go home. It'll pay for your insurance receipts. Yeah. Fine. Okay, fine. Stripes pulls out, uh, says, okay, here, look, look, look at our receipt. You have my receipt. Look at the receipt. I can't read. Uh, the receipt says blah, 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 and the thing, and there is only, yeah, they've paid for two. They paid for two. It's like, oh, okay. it's like, this is one receipt of a, of a multiple of two. It's like on the, on the final page with like the, fi- the final, like, um, itemized receipt at the, on the last page. He's like, this is one of two life reviver receipts. Well, you've paid for two. We've used two. Therefore, if we find your third crewmate, they're going to have to make it worth our while. Y'all go first. Let's go to the treasure chest. Uh, damn it, Jimmy. You also died. What do you mean? We both died. It wasn't just me. I. Lucas is going to jump up on um, uh, Dandy Lightly's shoulder. And just as they're walking, he's going to be like, I think they're going to get married. <laughs> they're in a bit of a rough patch right now, but maybe they can hash it out in the future. Incredible. All right, yeah, you're leading Jimmy. Jimmy and Stripes are led in the are led in the front as they as they head down. It starts to the cave starts to slope down as well. Everything is still brilliant, like like embedded into the walls of this cave, like pink and green and blue and yellow. It's just shim. It's just it's just like bright colors, even in this light, even in the darkness of this cave. You ever think about how at its most beautiful land looks? a lot worse than the sea at sunrise. Yeah, I think about that all the time. The land doesn't move very much, and it sucks. Yeah, I, I know you get it, Lucas. It's not, I mean, it's not that bad, guys. Like, it's so, this cave is pretty, you know, not the worst cave I've been in. Yeah, but like, you know how much dirt is on a boat? Like, there's a little bit of dirt on a boat, but like, you know how much dirt is on the land? It's like all of it. Yeah. And that's a lot of dirt. And there's some places on the land, not even any water there you can get to. It's like, what? How do you escape? That's true. There's no caves at sea. Yeah, I think you're right. You guys win. Yeah, there's no caves in boats. <laughs> Dandy, I will it's say so your stupid. land knowledge of insurance has come in handy today. As yeah. a captain, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, can you tell me why mountains are like that? Like what, Lucas? You know? You, you, you you're, you're already pointing swords at us. Can we not do this also? <laughs> this is torture. This is torture. I'm trying to enrich Lucas's life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to be rich. The faster you walk, the faster we'll be done. All right, we're going. We're walking. We're going. We're going. All right, the, the cave starts to slope down. You gotta land, in, and it's getting like a claustrophobic. It's getting like really tight at this point. You're you're almost in this like final antechamber here. It doesn't look mm-hmm. like it goes. In, it doesn't look like it goes any farther. But it, it is certainly it's certainly tight. You're in a small like d- a small domed room almost. Sitting in the middle of the, in the middle of this room, you notice two things immediately. The first is that there is uh, the dead body of a moth pirate. Uh, the moth has like a bunch of uh, like gold earring piercings in their wings. Mm. Lots of them, like ten, going up and down each wing. A true pirate, which makes them look like a cool pirate, absolutely. Uh, and they're that's uh, kind of like a few feet away from the main thing that catches your eye, which is this pedestal that has a deep red key 
on it. It is kind of like ruby all the way through. And as you look, you see that the handle has these big thorns coming out of it. The key is about the size of like a small, of like a medium sized cat, I would say. Something you can hold in two hands, but it would be hard to hold with one unless you were mm -hmm. strong. Unless you were strong. Um, and it is perched delicately on this, uh, on, this, uh, on this pedestal, which has the same coloring as the rest of the of the rest of the cave. It's not this isn't like it's separate um a separate piece of furniture. It's almost like it's a natural formation of mm. this pedestal uh which is as it looks the same as the cave. Uh Jones wants to like crouch down and look at the moth person. How do I think they died? Uh investigation check please. Good question. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, uh, advantage. Good good question. I'll give you advantage. Oh, thank you. All right, that is 22. 22. Ooh. Let me look at my notes. This die has a little shell inside. I love you. Oh, it's perfect. You get up close to the moth, and you see that there's a bunch of really, really small holes, kind of like in a big line down the side of the moth. It's almost like acupuncture or maybe something that went a little bit deeper, and there's a lot of them. Hmm. So... Uh, Lucas, this here is called an inference. Um, lots of, lots of sharp thorns on, on the, the treasure over there. Lots of little holes in this unfortunate pirate. Ah, uh, that's the thing. On the key, they're big thorns. They're like big rose thorns that you can see that's all throughout the key. These are very, very, very small. Can I look around the cave and see if I see anything? Yeah, make an make an investigation check. Okay. Meanwhile, Lucas is like inference means hole. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got a ten. Ten. Uh, you're looking around the cave. You notice that um, at the mouth of the cave, the vultures were kind of perching on something, and then the map the map had those spikes that are around the mouth of the mouth of the cave. You're seeing that there are like little there are sharp outcroppings kind of in throughout this entire room as well. There's like things are jutting out that are also sharp. Maybe if you try to take the key, a bunch of littler thorns shoot out at you. Uh, I can use my web. I can, I can I'll just and then I'll, oh, yeah, and I'll yeah. pull it off. I'm gonna slowly back out of the room. Yeah, I know. We, we should all stand in the doorway. That's a great idea. Because I can go, well, as long as the key weighs less than 10 pounds and is within 60 feet. The key weighs less than 10 pounds, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna like scurry maybe into the doorway. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd like to use my webbing. I don't think I even... Yeah, no, all of us will get behind Lucas, uh, crowded into the doorway. Yeah, I'm going to create a temporary rope, pull an unattended object, put a snatch a small object weighing less than 10 pounds. Yeah. And uh, uh, Kristen, before you do this, um, the captain will uh, will kind of give a little uh, touch to the forehead with her, with her three kind of fingers um, of you, and I'm going to use my brace... Uh, feature of Ooh. my captain class. So that means that I use one of my two battle die um, to give you an extra D8, which you can add to any saving throws it makes until the end of my next turn. Nice. Mm. Just in case you need it. Okay. Cool. I, it doesn't, I don't have a roll for this. It's just a type of movement. You just, you just can, you just do it and you can grab it. Yeah. You can project a line of web as a bonus. Oh, as a bonus. That's action. fine. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it, dog. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So you want to shoot? You're going to shoot yeah, out and grab the like, key? Yeah, you know, very, very Spider-Man. Shoot your shot. We all crouch, brace ourselves. And I'm going to yoink and pull it back towards us. 
Uh, you pull the key towards you, and then the the pedestal starts to sink into the ground, and then the the whole cave starts to shake, and the walls start moving closer and closer together, and then and you see that all these jagged teeth, razor sharp teeth, start coming out of coming out of the wall. But it's not just the wall in this room; it's the walls everywhere. Put it back! 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 Uh, can I do that? I don't know if I can do that. You can put it back. Do you want to put it back? Y- yes, yes, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then it go. And then it goes. As the pedestal goes back, and the walls return. That was a close one. That was a lot of teeth. Okay. So now we know. Um, crew. Vote on, do we save this moth person or not? Yeah, I want to throw it in his mouth this time. All right. Uh, Jones is going to give one of the seeds to Lucas. And then I have a bunch of, like, you know, papers, ink, perfume, wax, soap, random shit in my pack. Uh, Can I, like, hold them up next to the key to try to uh, assess with my eyes what will be an equal weight? Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. I'm gonna Indiana Jones this shit. Mm-hmm. I have a small chest. I have two cases for maps and scrolls. Nice clothes. Yeah, give me an intelligence check. Seven. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard to figure out how, how without picking the key up, it would be hard to figure out how much it, how much something equivalent is it weighs. Uh, guys, you think if I like pick it up and put it right back down, that would be okay? Uh, I mean, it took a second before the teeth that came out. Um, Lucas, actually, give me a constitution check really quick, so, quickly. It is a saving <laughs> throw. It is a saving throw, so you can use the brace okay. if you'd like. So you add a d8. You add a d8 to it. Okay, great. Constitution check. I rolled a 14. Uh, so it would be 15, but plus a d8. Oh. That uh, would be 17. 17. All right. Uh, with a 17... Um, Take one point of damage as when you grab the key, you slice open your hand a little bit, but it's okay. You grab, you kind of put it, you put a napkin on it. You give it a napkin on it and you press it, you press it and, uh, every, and everything's all right. I'm a pirate. It happens. <laughs> Can I sidebar with stripes and be like, is this your magic, uh, is this your magic fish key? Stripes, what do you think? Oh, my magic fish key? Yeah, I thought it was our magic, magic fish, key? fish key. Oh, sorry, our, is this our magic fish key? My brother in, in salmon, dude? <laughs> I get, listen, if, you, if you're just trying to make conversation, then don't, it, I believe in it. If you don't believe in it, it just feels bad when you try, you're lying to me. I'm not lying, I, you know what? I, I love the salmon, okay? Every day I wake up and I think about the first thing in my mind, Finding the salmon. Sure. Second thing in my mind, saving the roll with my wish. Okay? That's how <laughs> committed I am to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. And then I grab both of his shoulders, and I go, you died <laughs> to get this key. You died. Look me in the eye and tell me if this is worth, say, your life and maybe your life again. This, it's, yes, it's worth, well, no, I don't, I guess... <laughs> Okay, we know where it is. Let's leave. Let's just, I don't want to. 
I died! We all died! I hate this! There's no way in this situation, my brother and Sam and Toon. When I died, Lizzie, nothing died. happened. Nothing happened after it. I'm very <laughs> shaken by it. So can we just... I just want to leave. I just... I don't... Uh... Are you having a crisis of faith right now? It's not worth it. This isn't worth it. Strikes. This isn't worth it. Leave. <sighs> First, let's bring your, your crewmate back. I may have pushed stripes too far. I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, I've like put the seed in, yeah, mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. moth's mouth. And I'm like make, moving his jaw to like pretend he's <laughs> chewing. Like, <laughs> Lucas, dead bodies, not toys. Oh, but look how he's funny. Look at his face. I squish his face. Un- until he wakes up, you're okay. You're okay. Well, I don't touch the, oh, rah, don't touch the, don't touch the key. <laughs> the, the moth, the moth <laughs> sits up. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Lucas hops off him with a little like, wow. Yeah, my uh, my child's uh, crewmate over there found that out, but didn't didn't die. No, we're going. Stripes, Jimmy, shut up. We're leaving. As the moth <laughs> the moth pushes the moth pushes back everyone, it just and grabs Stripes and Jimmy. Okay, you owe us for one life saving seed, but great. I I don't care. We won't. None of us will be able to do anything about it if we don't leave this giant Venus flytrap. Oh. oh. Just leave it. We're going. And the mom's like, all right, bye. See ya. Bye. Uh, as the stripes, the stripes is like, I don't know. I don't know what I believe. Jimmy's like, bye. <laughs> See you later. Uh, it was nice to meet all of you. Don't come after us. You owe us money. See you in the future as debt collectors. Yeah, collect it, la- collect it later. Yeah, sleep with one eye open. We'll be right on your tail. Okay. You looked funny when you were dead. Uh, crew? Yes. What do we think? Are we in its mouth? That's what I'm guessing. I think we should make it sneeze. That's a great idea. <laughs> and then it'll go, and then the, the key will go, you know? Yes. Okay, Lucas, grab onto the key with your web. Don't pull yet. Okay. Great. Shoots my little web. Danny, you got any snacks in there? Um, I have one hard tack. Which Great. is what I assume I would have because I'm a pirate. Why don't you roll? Give me a d20 roll right now to see if you have something tasty, Sarah. Okay. I hope it's the guys. I hope it's Stripes Emergency Granola. Spicy is what I'm hoping oh, for. Oh, spicy. Spicy, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. pepper. Yeah, something. 19. Okay. <laughs> you got something spicy. What do you have? I got some of this uh, spicy covered nuts. These got spicy nuts. Nice. <laughs> Spicy nuts. These nuts, you mean? You I got some these like, nuts and they're spicy. These nuts for pirates. <laughs> yar, yar, keep your hands off of these nuts. My nuts. nuts. <laughs> yep. That's what's in the package. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Keep them in. Keep them in the, the package. Smush them up to be a powder. On three, you're going to open the packet. Splatter it all around, okay? Okay. And then uh, out of her pack, uh, Jones is going to grab some of the things she was kind of weighing up earlier, uh, a bottle of ink, two flasks of oil, and a vial of perfume, as well as a bar of soap. Okay. The most pungent things that she can, uh, she can come up with. <laughs> okay. All right. So on three, I'm going to throw this at the walls of the cave. We're going to, you're going to, you're going to uh, get the, the spicy nuts all over the place, Dandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lucas, we're going to. I'm going to pull a key. Yank and run. Ready? Yank and run. Okay. Yeah. Ready, Captain. All right. Folks, this is it. It's been an absolute honor. <laughs> One, two, three. 
I go, I'm going to pull the key. <laughs> and Jones, Jones smashes the bottle of perfume and the bar of soap against the wall of the cave. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it Eric's worked. Good. I'm sure there's no like reason this. why it wouldn't work. Eric, do you like do you like this game? Are you having a good time? Why wouldn't you let an eight year old <laughs> make your choices? All right, I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Sure. Thirteen. Five. Oof. Nine. <laughs> okay. As you smash these things on the ground. You, the cave starts to shake, and you hear. <laughs> as you are all thrust, you are then thrown <laughs> as out of the and shot out of the cave, just flying, bouncing, hitting the walls. Each of you bouncing through. You can the the light hits you as you're thrown out of the cave, and you, with the dexterity saving throw, I'm rolling for some goddamn damage, folks. Fair. Yeah, that's alright. I'm rolling. Eric, as we're flailing around, f- flying out of the cave, can I take a bonus action? Sure. I'm gonna use my other battle die. Um, where are you guys at hit point wise? I'm at 28. I'm at uh, 24. Okay. Um, I will. I'll use rally uh, to uh, have Lucas regain some hit points uh, equal to D8 plus my charisma. Okay, so uh, Lucas, you get eight more uh, hit points. <gasps> Thank you. Can I use my bonus grappling hook to not hit maybe some walls? You all failed. <laughs> we should have got insurance, guys. I think that's the lesson here. <laughs> okay, yeah. here's what happened, folks. You all failed the DC roll, by the way. No! It, was fif- it was 15 in my head, sure, right? Sure, sure. You all failed the roll. I rolled 4d10, right? How much HP do all of you have? 16. 16. 28. 28. I have 32 now. Now you have 32, <laughs> right? You had 30, you had 24 yeah. before? I rolled 26. I'm alive! I mean, Captain, no! No, our captain! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as you're all shot, as you're shot out, uh, you're shot out onto the beach, you're uh, each of you rolling through the sand, splashing into the water. Lucas and Dandy, as you pull yourself together, you see the probably unalive body of your captain. Oh, it's so many dead bodies today! Take death saving throw, Amanda. Do we have what an extra seed? We have an extra seed. I thought we got in a bonus one. You're dead. Yeah. You're dead. Roll no, no, no. a saving throw. Is it a d20? It's I don't d- know. Just roll a d20. Okay, six. Okay, fail. fail. One fail. He did give me a seed before I jumped back on the boat, like the first time, and then I went back and he gave me a bag with three. Yeah. So we yes. have an extra seed. So you would have. You're dead. Captain's I'm dead. Giving, I'm it's forcing the, the seed down the captain's gullet. <laughs> I, you're going like elbow deep. Yeah. <laughs> so unnecessary. Um, both of you, give me dexterity checks really quickly. <laughs> Not again. Okay, there's a rogue roll. All right, that's going to be a 24. I got okay. 22. Where was this when I needed it? You're fi- hey, you definitely need it. You re- uh, Lucas, you produce- You remember that you have the seed on you and it is safely snug in one of your, in one of your little rogue pockets. <laughs> you certainly needed this roll. I'll tell you that much. <sighs> Give me another death saving throw really quickly. 13. 13. All right. You get to say. All right. So there you go. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, 
I mean, we obviously we give Captain the seed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lucas is going to go, no time for games! And just, like, give you the seed so that you can... <laughs> and you just shove the seed as he just right in the mouth? Yeah. A little, maybe too aggressively. Wait, does that mean all your little your little spider plant babies are also like, <laughs> Yeah, sure. I know, yeah, are all the, yeah, do all the, oh, well, they're attached to you. I guess they all die with you, yeah. Yeah, they only had 11 hit points. It was, yeah. it was, it was over. <laughs> no, they're attached to you. It's fine, it's yeah, fine, yeah. it's fine. It's like, our, I, I, I can reconstruct them. It's all right. All right. Uh, and then your captain bolts back to life. Ah, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, good work, team. We got out of there. Uh, is, do, do you have the key? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> do Lucas. I? And then Lucas checked the end of the web. Yeah, I get. It. Do I have to roll for this? All right, I'll roll for. I'll roll for okay. it. How about I'll give you a fifty-fifty chance here, Please. right? Please, Please, great salmon. Eleven or more, you have so the key. Please, salmon. Please, salmon. I'll believe. I'll believe in the salmon if we have the key. Eleven or more, you have the key. Please, please, salmon. Please, salmon. Folks, I rolled a three. <gasps> Lucas, at the end of your spider silk rope, there is just a frayed end. No. It's okay, Lucas. Well, I guess we have to go back in. <laughs> We're not going back in, buddy. There's plenty of salmon out there for all of us. Lots of salmon. I don't know. I thought I was silly. Is that a land thing, Dandy? Oh, Sarah, no one knows what the salmon is. They, just, they don't know what a salmon is. Oh, uh, it's sort of a religious icon among sailors. Oh, for sure. But it also might be real. You know, okay. Real, real solid debates around that on both sides. Danny, you're so smart. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. We'll have to add a new drill about this. Also, I have six hit points. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like beat the shit beat the fuck up. I'm not looking good. You get back in the boat and you meet back at the original meeting place. I don't know what we're gonna tell the insurance man, you guys. As the sun starts, the sun oh. starts to set, and you meet and out back where you started was the tugboat with Agent Eddie Whispers waiting for you. His tie is a little lo- is a little looser. He had a good time. <laughs> and and, uh, okay. he, and he's he's holding like a Miller Lite <laughs> yes. in one hand and be like, you know, you work hard, you play, you work hard, you play hard, you know? Is this, well, how did, how did it go? How'd it go? Uh, well, some good and some bad. Okay. Uh, we put that one uh, seat on the house to good use. Uh, thank you. I, I, I would be dead. Um, that was great. Uh, we also got one receipt, but those uh, those those ne'er do wells only paid for two seeds, which we found out after we used three. So we have their names, we have their uh, visages, we have uh, one of the receipts, and uh, oh, there's your there's your bag back. There there you go, Lucas. There you go. Okay. Well, a job, a, a job not well done well, but at least it's done a little bit. Okay, well. That's on our flag. How'd you know? <laughs> That's actually All our right, motto. Well, yeah. Uh, Agent Whispers goes into the filing ta- cabinet, pulls out the amber drawer, uh, and fishes out three pieces. <gasps> and throws two of them over to your boat. You know, you collected on two. They got one for free. I can't give you the full payment, but um, you know, we don't want to stiff anyone here at Blue Lotus. Uh, we're, I'm disappointed in our contractors, unfortunately. Uh, you get a demerit uh, in our official books, and 
everything that comes along with that. What's a demerit? Well, it means the child. It means he didn't do a very good job, and we note that. And there's a certain level of, uh, it's not punishment per se, but I guess a responsibility that you should do better for Blue Lotus Life Insurance. This sounds really boring. As opposed to the no job that would have got done if you didn't find us? Oh, well, you win some, you lose. You lose some, you lose some. I did, I kind of, I saw this coming a little bit. Uh, Agent Whispers holds up the third piece of amber. And you see that in it is like the death head moth. You know those moths that have like a skull on their mm-hmm. back? Mm-hmm. And holds it up and holds it and kind of through the sunset light, uh, kind of catches the amber and uh, looks at Lucas and says, die by drowning. Then looks at Dandy and says, multiple stab wounds. <laughs> and then looks at Captain and then looks at, Ca- uh, at Captain Jones and says, oh, broken heart, but also stab wounds. <laughs> Captain, we match. What? <laughs> All right. Well. Unfortunately, you will not see me again, as we will not contract you again, but all's fair. I, I have I have so much to ask. It's five o'clock somewhere. I'll see you later. I'm <laughs> off the clock. Whoop, whoop. As the as agent whispers, ship toots away. Oh, my God. Get back here, Seacop. <laughs> I think he's wrong, because I never fall in the water, except for, like, twice. But you didn't drown. Let's not make it three. Yeah. And it wasn't like that time with the oatmeal. I didn't fall into a bunch of little pieces, and then everybody was hungry. Yeah. Dandy, we'll, uh, we'll work on some evasive maneuvers next, okay? This this ship wouldn't be the same without you. Oh, thank, thank you, Captain. I'm going to pretend I heard that at all. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear a single thing. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear it. Yeah. They should have a phrase about how not knowing things really makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah, Captain. I, I like how the, the the episode title for this comes up comes up, uh, and it's called it's called Ignorance is Bliss or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Riding off into the sunset, Lucas like, does that mean you're going to get married, Captain? <laughs> oh, maybe. 